Hi, I'm Guy Cipriano. Thanks for listening to this podcast on the Lawn and Landscape Radio Network presented by Syngenta. Today on the phone, I have Chris Kiefer, a pest technical manager with Syngenta, to talk about fire ants. Chris, thanks for joining us today. Glad to be here. Thanks. First thing, when, when and where are fire ants most common? Well, uh, the red and imported fire ants is, is obviously a major agricultural and urban pest. And uh, it's native to South America, but it was first reported in the United States in Mobile, Alabama, around 1918. And, and since then, it has spread to infest uh, more than 250 million plus acres, primarily in the southeastern United States, from Florida uh, over to Texas, including out of the Carolinas. Uh, Tennessee, and then even into southern New Mexico, Arizona, and California. And fire ants, uh, they like manicured lawns, just like us, uh, especially if they're irrigated because it's easier for the ants to manipulate that soil and to build uh, their mounds. And in those uh, nice manicured irrigated, irrigated lawns, there's also, um, that, that offers harborage, and there's lots of potential food sources for fire ants. Um, fire ants, uh, red imported fire ant colonies, uh, just generally speaking, are, are uh, made up of several individuals, including uh, the winged males, reproductives, worker ants, and then the brood, which is the eggs, larvae, and pupae. And they, uh, these ants will typically swarm in the fall or spring after a rain event, and uh, that is their, their swarm, if you will, and that's their mating flight when they're beginning a new colony. What are some signs that an issue might be uh, looming? Uh, well, it, it, well, I have a swimming pool at my house, and the signs to me are uh, when it rains and then I have swarmers landing in my swimming pool. Uh, that tells me that there's probably some fire ant mounds nearby. Uh, if you see trailing ants, um, they like to follow edges, so like sidewalks or even the perimeter of the house or Sometimes they'll uh, mound up next to trees or some of the common places you'll see fire ants outside. What types of treatments can LCOs use, and what is the best process for an application? Yeah, so uh, there's several different uh, pesticide formulations that LCOs uh, can use to gain control of red-imported fire ant populations. Uh, there's lots of uh, dust, granules, granule baits, and liquid treatments which all have been used in the past and have had uh, some degree of success in controlling red imported fire ants. I guess when you're challenged with the task of controlling these ants on turf, uh, it would be recommended that you utilize a proven granular fire ant bait, such as Advion fire ant bait. Uh, the active ingredient in Advion uh, is endoxicarb, which is a, a member of the ox oxidiazine class insecticide. And it's... Uh, acts on the insect by inhibiting sodium ion entry into nerve cells, which will result in paralysis and eventual death of the target pest. Um, when using, uh, applying Avion fire ant bait, it's best applied in a mechanical spreader, and the, the rates on the label are uh, 0.5 ounces per thousand square feet or one and a half pounds per acre. And in some cases, if you have a heavy infestation, it may be necessary to use a liquid treatment directly on the mounds themselves and then uh, spread that bait out throughout the rest of the turf area. Uh, one uh, important thing to remember when uh, putting out baits is to make sure that your equipment is properly calibrated 
and that you wear the appropriate personal protective equipment as stated on the label for each product that you're applying. What does an LCO need to know about fire ants if he or she would like to add that as a service? What are some basic things that need to be known? Okay. I would say the most important thing to know if they want to sell it to the service or to know how to identify the ants. Um, it's, uh, they're typically reddish-brown in color. They have a, their pedestal or waist, if you will, has two segments. They have a 10-segmented antenna with a two-segmented club. Uh, the the uh, LCO would also need to know a little bit about their biology. Um, red imported fire ants has complete metamorphosis, meaning that uh, they have uh, the following life stages of egg, larva, pupa, and adult. And then know the labels for the products that you're going to utilize. Uh, communicate with the client, the treatment protocol, and the expectations of the treatments. And then uh, base, uh, generally you would want to apply in the morning or evening. This is when uh, ants are foraging for food resources and they'll pick out more bait than not. And uh, the best time to treat for red imported fire ants is before the colonies become super active and well established in the turf. And uh, typically this is in uh, the fall or the spring, and that will vary by region of the country. And you want to get out that bait application to prevent the ants from building their numbers. And uh, after that initial application, you can do uh, subsequent treatments if needed in the spring and summer to continue to suppress the populations. What are some problems that can arise if a fire ant colony or issue is lingering for too long? Oh, well, you can get uh, huge colonies. Uh, these colonies can have, you know, over half a million individuals. And if you get a large, uh, you know, colony in, in, a, in a small area or on a, on a lawn, and then uh, it starts to spread, you know, they can quickly spread from yard to yard, and then they'll start uh, utilizing all their resources that are available within the, the uh, exterior of a house or structure within the yard. Then they'll start to move on the inside of the house, uh, looking for resources, uh, whether that be food, harbors, or water. And uh, that's where you have these uh, human uh, fire ant interactions, where things can become dangerous. What is the value of bait treatment versus curative spray application? Which one might be the best approach, or do you recommend using it a combination of the two? Yeah. So. Um, a bait treatment treatment is typically used on a maintenance basis, and it can cover large areas at a, at a relatively low cost and, and takes little time. Um, on an initial service, uh, as mentioned earlier, it may be necessary to utilize a liquid spray application in conjunction with a bait treatment. Uh, bait treatments are designed to eliminate the colony by using the ants' social behavior against themselves, if you will, uh, this is where the forward, you put out the bait, the forager comes out, and they pick up the bait and deliver it to the colony and disperse the bait throughout the colony, including uh, to the queens and other reproductives, which in turn eliminates the colony. You kind of touched on it when we started the podcast. Do you see the uh, range that fire ants can be found expanding? If you're an LCO and living in one of those fringe areas, should you start? is this something you should start? learning more and more about because it can potentially spread into your area? Oh, absolutely. I think um, the potential for the red imported fire to, to move north is, is very high. Um, we as humans 
create little micro environments where we have these nice manicured lawns and we uh, water them and create these perfect environments for fire ants to move further north than they already are. So if I was if I were an LCO in one of those uh, fringe regions, I would certainly be uh, looking for fire ants uh, on a regular basis and even communicating uh, with your academia folks at universities or your extension folks that can that uh, are watching these ants as they move further north. What's the best approach for communicating about fire ants with a client? I think a lot of us hear fire ants and we there's panic right away. What's what's the best way an LCO can calmly communicate what the problem might be and how, how it should be handled? Yeah, I, th I think uh, when you're going out visiting with a client, you just have a real honest conversation with them. But in order to do that, you have to be very knowledgeable about uh, the ant itself, its, its general biology, its ecology, uh, behavior, um, and where it, uh, the resources and, and habitats and, and water that it can utilize. And talk to the client about those things and what they can do to help uh, reduce the likelihood of them uh, getting fire ants on their property or in their structures. And then if they do need uh, chemical treatment, you know, share with them uh, the labels and, and the SDS sheets and uh, just explain to them uh, the treatment protocol and also uh, talk to them about the expectations of the treatment and what to expect. You mentioned academia is one place an LCO can go to learn more about fire ants. What are some other online resources that are easy, easily accessible and out there for LCOs that want to learn more about them? Yeah, I think uh, there's some good information on the U.S. Uh, United States Department of Agriculture website. Uh, you can also go to any, uh, you know, without speaking to someone at a university, you can go to a university website. Um, you know, the University of Georgia website, their entomology department, the entomology department at the, uh, Texas A&M. Um, the University of Florida has a great uh, entomology website. And all of these websites uh, have links to fire ants, fire ant control, fire ant behavior, and ecology. Well, Chris, this is some uh, wonderful information. Thanks for uh, joining us, and have a good summer, and have safe travels. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this.